Hello and welcome to our Maritime Impact podcast series. I'm your host, Eric Nyus, Director Environment for Maritime at the DNV. Join us as we explore the latest environmental policies and regulations impacting the global shipping industry and discuss the key actions decision makers must take if they are to remain compliant in the future. We open this first episode by taking a deeper look at the current greenhouse gas policies and regulations shaping the sector, the upcoming changes being made by the International Maritime Organization, and how these may affect shipping businesses in the move towards a decarbonized future. In future episodes, we'll be diving into the details of what the actual requirements are expected to be, as well as exploring how to achieve compliance. We hope you enjoy the episode. And now, on to the show. Before we can discuss where industry is going, let's first talk about the regulatory landscape and the pressures shipping businesses are facing. As many of you will know, the sector is going through a significant period of change with the International Maritime Organization, which is the key United Nations regulator, set to adopt new regulations as part of its mission to reduce shipping's greenhouse gas emissions. These regulations, known as the EEXI, the CII, and the SEMP, are intended to ensure that shipping meets the IMO carbon intensity target for 2030. The regulations will be adopted this June, and they will start to bite from 2023, maybe a couple of months earlier. However, there are still significant technical and political discussions ongoing. These are expected to be mostly resolved at MPC 76, but As a word of caution, some issues could take longer to agree, and we may be getting well into 2022 before we have the full picture. We've talked about what changes are happening, but now let's think about why they're happening. As I mentioned, the IMO is under increasing pressure to tackle greenhouse gas emissions from international shipping. In 2018, it set out its vision for a clean and sustainable future, aiming for at least a 50% reduction of total annual greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. Ambitious carbon intensity improvement goals were also agreed for both 2030 and 2050. And it is worth noting that the present regulations are designed with the 2030 targets in mind. This means that reaching the 2050 targets make additional regulations both a necessity and a certainty. With global pressure continuing to mount, the strategy, however, is starting to be seen as insufficient by some. The EU is rolling out an ambitious greenhouse gas reduction package for shipping this summer and intends to decarbonize shipping by 2050. John Kerry, the US Special Envoy for Climate Change, has made statements to the same effect, and we see additional domestic decarbonization policies being agreed in other countries that surely also will impact the shipping discussions. China and Japan should in particular be noted. While COP26 this fall is not expected to try to take over for shipping greenhouse gas reduction efforts, we definitely expect it to also add to the political pressure being brought to bear on the IMO. So when the IMO revises its greenhouse gas strategy in 2023, with the work already on the cusp of starting, we expect to see even higher ambitions being agreed. Not the status quo, and certainly not a rollback. While politics and regulation play a critical role in pushing decarbonization forwards, 
we should not forget that additional pressures can be felt from customers and financial investors as well. In fact, being green is increasingly a business necessity, not only something to prettify the corporate social responsibility and environmental, social and governance reports. Charterers are starting to require performance improvements. The same goes for the finance sector. And we should not forget that us end consumers are increasingly starting to require information on the actual environmental footprint of the stuff we buy. So we've explored the current state of play in shipping, but what long-term impact could this have on the industry and what does the future of the maritime sector actually look like? In my opinion, this is only the start of a time of radical change for shipping. Ultimately, a shift to fully greenhouse gas neutral fuels will be needed. Improving carbon intensity by 2030 does not bring us to the reduction targets for 2050, 50% or more, and certainly not to full decarbonization within this century. Additional regulations will be coming. Broadly speaking, these are expected to focus on mandating or incentivizing the use of new fuels. Greenhouse gas footprint regulations, carbon pricing, and how to incentivize research, development, and deployment are all going to be central to this. Other aspects of a more political nature are also going to be critical parts of the negotiations. This includes equitable treatment of developing nations. We're nearly at the end of this episode, but before I sign off, I want to recap on the key takeaways for maritime businesses as we move towards a decarbonized future. Firstly, significant change is coming to shipping, and I fully expect the coming decade to be a time of radical transformation. Secondly, this is not the time to duck and cover and wait for things to pass. Challenging regulations are already incoming, and more is on the way. Thirdly, we urge ship owners and operators to start examining the impact on their existing ships. Look at the compliance options, both short and long term. Think about the implications for new building decisions and the best technologies to use. After all, these are very expensive decisions to get wrong. And needless to say, DNV stands ready to advise and support. You've been listening to the Maritime Impact Podcast from DNV with me, Eric Nayus. Please join us for future episodes where we will explore these important regulations in more detail, how they will impact businesses operating within the global shipping industry, and what can be done to ensure compliance. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to give us a rating or a review, or visit dnv.com slash decarbonization for more information. Thank you.